Citizens of the Verse. Today is March 2nd, 2951, and actually it's March 3rd. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Readcast. <laughs> we didn't record last night because we didn't want to. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we are a weekly Star Citizen podcast sponsored by the Read Organization. I'm your host, Way Too Geeky, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Never Speeding but Always Rushing, Chekhov. Mm. Say hello, Chekhov. Hello, everyone. Um, and we are joined by the third axis of our, or I guess I should say the third leg of our tripod. <laughs> not not the third <laughs> axis of our evil. Uh, Mr. Seaguard. Seaguard, welcome back. All right. Well, thank you very much. Glad to be back. You should, at this point, need no introduction, but just, just let's pretend no one comes back and it's all brand new people let people know a little bit more about you yeah so i'm uh, seagard olifson is my game name uh, i'm out of the uh, east coast and i guess i've been with with reed about the same amount as checkoff guess last 2020 um april maybe April, uh, about that time or May? No, it was right before. Um, right before COVID. The, no, no, it was. It was even earlier. Uh, well, yeah, right, right, right. Star Citizen. Yeah, so basically, twenty twenty. Yes, yes. And uh, and I guess recent. So I've been playing all this time with the group, and recently have moved up to take over the logistics division, which would be a change, I think, from what we had uh, when I had been here before. So not the brag. It's just. Not to just brag. gives me a different perspective, different responsibilities. <laughs> He's also former uh, military guy too. Pretty mediocre military guy, but former. <laughs> Enough to get through twenty-one years. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, you know, for starters, let's talk a little bit more about what we've been up to in this past week. Seaguard, what have you been doing in the verse? Yeah, so I've been. Uh, been playing a little bit but um I've, I've been doing a lot of um behind the scenes um work to get the organization just moving a little bit further down the road a um, little more structure behind it uh scheduling an event here or there for the org um with the purpose of making us more organized and um more enjoyable to play in. number one being more enjoyable just fun to play in Right. Yeah, but playing less because of that. Well, I mean, it is work that I think we're all going to appreciate at some Absolutely. point. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what about you, Chekhov? <clears throat> oh, well, we got to talk about this, what's fresh in my mind. Our our uh, most recent encounter with uh, gr- griefers. Not only one grief, <laughs> but griefers. Because, you know, I was kind of mining my own business as I am now on Ariel, you know, just mining with my Nomad and Rock. And just out of nowhere, as soon as I walk down my ladder about to get the Rock, boom, 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 he blows Nomad up and blows the Rock up. And then I get up and, uh, uh, and he missed me. So actually I was left stranded all by myself. But anyway, long story short, you know, uh, that was not the only incidence of the evening. So my org members came, picked me up, and guess what? He attacked all of us again. There were four of us and took us all out. So, 
and then we got really, really bad. So we beefed up our ships uh, all the way up to the hammerhead, and uh, still they they were taking us out in the matter of uh, you know like less than a minute, and we couldn't figure out why. So apparently, and I think you told me that he found me in comms, and he just opened the comms, and that's it. So he got my location and kind of stayed on me because of that. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. So, that yeah. We, in case you can't tell, we readlings are lovers, not fighters. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, after that, like all the, all the, <laughs> you know, all the members of we are like, where do we learn how to fight? Where do we learn yeah. how to fight? I mean, that's a perfect segue into what I did um, most recently in the verse, which was we all were doing um, bounty missions last night, which was fun. Yeah. Um, we took on the, the the three times three hammerhead mission last night and succeeded. Yeah. But it was it was a trying time for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, it took a lot of sacrifice. Like yeah. me, me flying into it sideways. Yeah, there were a few a few last ditch efforts slash mistaken combat landings that led to our success. We, it was by the skin of our teeth, too. We barely made it. I think um, we had like it, 10 seconds left on a clock. It was very close. And, you know, uh, and, and then beyond that, we didn't even talk about the huge haul that we found. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I was, well, I was going to leave that to science. Oh, because, then we'll talk about it. Yeah, because we, we did discover certain things. Yeah, let's leave that to, for science. Mm. Hey, and just for just for a note when we get the science uh just give me a minute or two to talk some lessons learned because i'd like to talk about a little bit about visual cues when we're working as a group all on one discord channel and you know some of the stuff we've kind of identified through playing together no seaguard okay. <laughs> <laughs> i feel chastised of course we'll give you a I'll go to back to the cargo deck you know i have to say it every time seaguard is on we also set records for the longest episode. <laughs> and those set records for the most listens. Oh, so, right, there you go. I bet you of those of the episodes that are most listened, Seaguard's a part of most of them. Most I have to take a look at. Most sleeping. Can we, can we get those audited but EY? <laughs> um so, uh, a lot's happened last week. Um, first and foremost, ISC was pretty good. It's been, it, I mean, quite frankly, they've all been good this year. I'm shocked. Yeah. Um, you know, the first thing that we got was a taste of mounted gunplay and also trolley gameplay uh, that will be coming into 313. Mm -hmm. So now we'll have something to help us move our. Um, uh, packages much easier in, in bulk, in mass. We don't know how it's going to work yet, but I right. know that it's going to be interesting, to say the least. It will follow the laws of physics and gravity. Um, and then we got a sprint report, which also means really just great, cool stuff that makes everyone drool. Um, so we got more more looks at ship-to-station docking. Can't wait. Um, we also got... A yeah, yeah. Well, that that's a whole nother show. 
um because we still also like on isc we got uh surface harvestables uh some kind of micro algae and they mentioned that it's part of like medical products which uh is interesting they're talking a little bit more about medical gameplay mm-hmm. uh we got to see some of the visual updates that are going to be happening the yellow some more visual updates to hurston that's around sort of their ocean areas like coral space starfish and a ton of sort of looks at the colonialism outposts that are coming in white box. Um, you know, so they also showed off like what standalone batteries might look like satellites, life support. They're going to have garages and they also showed absolutely beautiful and different types of textures that we'll see or materials that we'll see for those outposts. Um, we also got a look at hospitals on New Babbage and Orison, as well as sort of the areas where ambulances will drop off, the pharmacies while we'll be buying our med pens and other medical equipment. And last but not least, a, a new version of the um, Javelin Derelict that Turbulent's been working on, um, which will be more like a repurposed village than anything else which looked really cool and they said originally it was a test bed and now they're actually going to put it in game which also aligns with what leaks has been saying because they've been finding those game files uh so mr seaguard what'd you think of that episode i thought it was pretty spectacular um i i you know it shows it just it amazes me the level of details these guys think at and yeah. And, and especially being from a an IT background where, you know, I've done everything from kind of, um, you know, requirements gathering all the way up to, you know, design and stuff. Um, the level of thought they're putting into it is is really, really intense. I mean, it's impressive. Someone yeah. sitting at a board with a lot of dry erasers going through every permeation of how things will work and then they're carving it out. So you know, one bite at a time. It's, you know, it's like eating an elephant on the bite at a time. I'm impressed. So, <clears throat> Yeah, it was, it was a good episode for sure. Yep. Um, check off. How about yeah, you? Did you the catch trolleys, uh, I'm actually really excited about the trolleys because I was kind of wondering, what are we going to do with that car? Are they really expecting us to carry the stuff by hand? But now they kind of answered all my questions at least. Uh, you know, basically, yeah. they're going to be small ones. There's going to be large ones. You're going to have a whole bunch of stuff to do with the yeah. uh, tractor beam. Yeah, I could see them putting in a lot of interesting gameplay. And the, uh, of Trailer. course, the, yep, exactly. The other, oh, 30K. 30K. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm glad I put all the head and eye in my backpack. Um, I'm glad I just made it to Hurston and didn't call anyone. Oh, I guess you were on my server. Yeah, so I'm back to PO. Oh well. Um, yeah, the so the I'm sorry, the last thing is that the the medical play that's also really is cool. I mean, the I yeah. kind of that's one of those ships that I never was sort of on the bottom of my total palm. Why do I need a red? But now it kind of answers. So you not only you have the the spawn beds, you're gonna be able to carry uh, the 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 med pens and the med guns. You know, you'd be able mm-hmm. to have a whole t- 
type of, you know, whatever you can imagine, you know, quick fix play and then get them to a hospital, you know, if they're critical and be able to carry yep. some medicine on board, trade for medicine. So, yeah, it opens up a whole host of possibilities for medical play. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be cool. I, I think definitely the... Um... Oh, we, we just got on Fish's server. <laughs> um, I think what's also awesome, one, when they were demoing the sort of trolley, you know, we got to see the wheeled version. And I think that's sort of a test bed for a lot of different usables. So you saw in there things like the rolling sort of like engineer station that can like diagnose what's going on with something. So you can see they're thinking it like this trolley isn't really made to test moving boxes from point A to point B. It's really made to sort of interact with something that moves and has its own physics and everything um, that you're going to need to use at some point because there's so many different things and you will need trolleys for like components and all that. And they're going to have other versions that are like, you know, floating, not, not on wheels. So I'm excited about that stuff. Um, and, and also like just the, the looks at the outposts and the homesteads. Mm -hmm. So exciting. Like they're feeding us so much of it. And the sad part is it's probably going to be NPCs for, you know, yep. you know, a few quarters um, in, you know, many quarters in, I think, cause we're going to need to, build them or maybe maybe we'll be able to actually um you know like live at some of them like rent a room or something who knows but very exciting get a room. and then um exactly get a room mm. they also look kind of star wars ish you know like i just picture not not necessarily tatooine but like they have that like stuff they were showing off the stone materials and the rounded corners and stuff. And it just looks so nice, but like just en engaging and homey. Um, and then as Seaguard had sort of hinted at on Star Citizen Live, we talked all about the future of inventory. So Richard Tyrer was on there and the, the discussion, it was pretty much Jared asked like two questions and Richard Tyrer talked the whole time. He's sort of like a Tony Z type in terms of, you know, knowing, knowing what to talk about and just going into a lot of detail. Mm -hmm. And he talked about how there's sort of going to be three types of inventory. There'll be your personal inventory, which we have oh. that pip, the wheel for. There'll be external inventory, like when you interact with the rocks inventory. And then there'll be local inventory. So um, the way they sort of made it sound was like interacting with a hangar um, or, you know, a landing zone and leaving something at the landing zone um, where you might, you know, purchase space. So I'm thinking of that as almost like the um, the places that have um, cargo bays. Um, but, but what was interesting is they sort of highlighted... A, a little bit about it sounds like we're not going to have a hundred percent physicalized inventory and I'm not going to lie. I'm not that upset about it. Um, 
So, Seagard, uh, what's your th- what were your thoughts about that episode? How did you feel? Well, you know, I, I felt it was a good initial step. I mean, I thought um, I agree with not having a hundred percent. Oh well. Um, fully physicalized that, that is, you know, uh, but I do think that I think you know they're wrestling with a lot of things including the limits of their technology so far and I think yeah. it's a great step forward it's gonna give us at least some way to practice procedures even if the technical side changes a little bit so yeah I'm all for it yeah you mentioned the physicalized you know I just remembered one little fact that and this probably is good for science but anyway not that we're on the subject so one of our members he has a reliant right and he told mm-hmm. me he has a gun rack right he he an eyewitness i saw the guns in there he claimed his ships already i guess for the third time he actually claimed it and those guns are still there right Oh, right. Wow. So there, the, I mean, there may be like, you know, it's it's random. It's like most of the co-pilot stations don't work in a game, but yet on the, uh, as we found Some out of them yesterday, by <laughs> the hard way, Sentinel, you know, in the back, the engineering station is fully functional. So this kind of stuff is really random in the game right now. I, I don't know if it's on purpose. They're testing well, it out or. It's by generation of ship, right? I mean, we know that some ships yeah. you can't do anything as an assistant in the ship, you know, because, you know, given our, you know, especially logistics where I've said everyone should be part of a crew and be in a position and have a bunk, right, for events. Um, yeah. The need for an engineer to be able to adjust power kind of makes us wrestle with should he be the guy then who flies the ship or, and you know, or should he be the guy who just does the engineering functions and gives orders, right? Um, the pilot executes it all on his behalf. But in the Sentinel, yeah, or co right? It, but the Sentinel could actually do that. Uh, he, they could actually engage, just like I did yesterday. You, you know, you know I the shot power off the power to the <laughs> ship from the engineer station, thinking I was turning off the terminal. You know, on yeah. me, but. It was cool. And you had mentioned that, Chekhov. I know that's also in one or two other ships, but they're all around that same time uh, of the Sentinel. Right, um, but we were we were talking about uh, physicalized inventory. I, I couldn't believe that the guns actually persisted in the locker. Yeah. I, I mean, that's news to me, for sure. I had done that on, I think the Cutlass Black also does it. Um, and I had played a lot yeah. of the the Tana, which is the one he was using. Yeah, yeah. I, I had been using that in the past, and it's been able to do it for a while. Um, I've actually done it in the uh, Terrapin also mm-hmm. for a couple a couple sessions, um, especially using anything we get from a bunker. That's why I always collect the rifles. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, but, but in any case, that would be a pretty... I mean, to me, physicalized, it's, that's what it's all about. You know, it, Oh, it did, yeah. real thing is like it did make me he said one thing about the helmet right i mean put your helmet in your backpack well the helmet's pretty big on like a novakov armor <laughs> you know, i'm not yeah. sure how that's gonna work um boy but i hope we see something like we can stow a uniform in a wall locker oh that, i mean that that's on yeah i i would love because i mean i do hate being able to just reach in and grab stuff and will you know, 
So, I'm gonna put on heavy armor right yeah. now. Click. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he did. He did talk about the the mystical, um, you know, bag of uh, what's what do they call it? Oh my goodness. The uh, it doesn't matter anyway. He talked about like the you know weightless, always available bag, and I think that's what excites me. Not everything has to be physicalized, but we have to, it, what what he highlighted time and time time again is this year's the year we start to have to plan for our trips. Right. Exactly, and whether we use an interface or not to to move things from one place to another <clears throat> is irrelevant. We still have to plan for what we move, and this is where ships that are more like. My my baby, my favorite ship, the Carrick. That's where it starts to shine, because the amount of lockers it has. I think it holds sixteen rifles and twenty some odd armory, yeah. pistols. I think it holds uh, sixteen suits, if I'm not mistaken. I, I could be wrong. It's you know plus or minus right. a few, but like that means you can have armor in some of those. And then you can have EVA suits in some of those. And then you can have Novikov and Pembroke. And then, even then, in your cargo hold, you might be able to store some of them in one of your cargo containers. So, like, those are all things you're going to have to balance and trade off. That makes sense for a ship that's supposed to be out on its own, fully sustainable, without any help for months. It does. Um, you know, you know, whole crate of beef chunks and a whole crate of water. Um, but that's exciting. And I think I, I just, for some reason, it made me feel as though they're going to perfectly balance the rule of cool, as they say a lot with, you know, pragmatism, you know, trying to make it functional, easy to use and not overly cumbersome. So, you know, like, just like our survival mechanics where it's not like, it's not like you have to drink every hour. But, you know, if you don't drink for four hours, you're probably starting to run low soon. Yeah. No, there's a lot of things to be considered. I mean, that plus now, you know, with the ships, you know, having the little ships that can spawn anywhere, the 100s, they get around, you know, strategically having your fighters somewhere versus cargo haulers Mm -hmm. other places. Yeah, I, and I think the sooner they will get rid of that, you know, just claim, 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 and they're all ready, because that's what yeah. I do before I log off. I just claim all of them. And then when I get on, it doesn't matter where I am. But that's, yeah, I mean, it's kind of easy, but I almost wish they stopped doing that. So then we really think about what we're leaving where and being more careful with our ships, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, overall, it was a good episode. It was a good, um, really good. I mean, the content's just continuing to be amazing. Uh, this week, we're going to get a look at, um, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. We're getting a look at, uh, hang on, I'm going to. I'm going to just literally pull it up and tell you because I watched the um, 
I always watch the uh, Instagram clip that they show every week because, gotcha. you know, I can't help myself. Um, so this week's episodes are going to be uh, a look at the caves again and um, a look at some some of the laser subcomponents that we're going to be having, which is super interesting. And they also talked about, I think it was, where did I see it? I can't recall where I saw it, if it was on the website or whatever. But the subcomponents can be it, they take the same slot as a consumable. Well, yeah, yeah. That's that's. Um, so that's going to be interesting. And then on Friday, if you haven't already done so, you can submit questions for the Q and A. It's going to be Sean Tracy and, and members of the U.S. Vehicle Tech Team. So you know, a little bit different than we usually see versus the vehicle experience team. So if you haven't done so, submit some good questions. They might get asked. Um, you submit those under. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, is that in the uh, what do you call it? Um, it's in um, spectrum. Uh, spectrum. Yeah, there'll be a there'll be a post, uh, and the last uh, Star Citizen Live Q and A. Um, they asked one of my questions. So if you ask a good one, I'll ask. Um, check off. We had a update to the roadmap last week. Um, do you want to talk about the roadmap roundup? Are you in a place where you can talk about it? Or are you? In uh, no, I'm actually. I'm hearing a lot of background. I am not in combat. Yeah. Oh, we get some background noise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we hear your sound a lot. It's very loud. Uh, give me one sec. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Okay, we're back on. Yeah, why don't we tackle the... And I, I sent you the roadmap on Discord just in case you didn't have it available. Did you send it to me also? Yeah, oh, sure. one, one thing I did want to say before... Thank you. We're going to get to the roadmap because I'm also want to take off this pad. <laughs> uh, you were talking about the uh, uh, upgrade to the uh, mining. Yeah, that mining? was really exciting mm -hmm. because what I think that brings is, as we all know, that the consumables, A, you lose them, and B, they're not hot swappable. Nothing. So yeah. these subcomponents could definitely improve the whole mining game because it is somewhat complex. And depending where you are and what you're doing, there's always a need to adjust on the go, and you can't right now. So I'm really excited about it being able to do that. And uh, and, I, and I don't think it's going to be consumables necessarily. They may even bring some subcomponents in, which. And will further yeah. uh, make the whole mining game more interesting. Well, what, I, what I'm excited about that whole scenario is uh, they had, in some ways, made it sound like mining was done, like as if like they're done iterating on it. And I love the fact that they're still iterating, and you know, out of nowhere, we're getting more right? mining yeah. content. And that doesn't sound that it doesn't sound that amazing at first, but it's like it just shows that they're still continuing to take take existing gameplay loops. That's the most fleshed out gameplay yeah. loop. They're still taking a look at it and saying, you know what? Absolutely. We can improve. We we can continue to make it a much better experience. 
And and it's probably as a result of testing. Like I wouldn't even be shocked if consumables disappear after this. Yeah, I mean, could, uh, I guess they do have some purpose, but the way they are now, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's funny that, that you know, yeah. we, we talk about improving the game. I typically try to listen to everything positive, you know, when it comes to Star Citizen. But today, when I was coming from work, I caught an ep- I just wanted to listen to an episode, uh, you know, 320 million in and we'll never go live. Like one of those YouTube episodes, right? And, you know, and of course they go on and on. You know, you guys, you know, uh, I feel really sorry for you, for those of you who have to suffer. You in this, you know, dilemma that you invested so much money and you'll never see this thing ever finished. And I'm just going to say, but as I said it before, from my perspective, it's more finished than most of the game out there that I would want to play anyway. So I don't really care whether you call it alpha, beta, or it's irrelevant. This is a new way of really developing uh, a, a, a game of this sort, type. And I'm okay with it. And, you know, you just have to kind of get out of that sort of a, a myopic, uh, you know, thinking about, you know, alpha, betas, and putting things into these boxes, you know, and labels, right? Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all about the experience and whether you're enjoying the experience or not at the end of the day. Absolutely. I mean, I, yeah. I'm certainly one and of those it, guys it, who's got, you know, heck, both of my children had to drop out of college because of my investments in this game. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, sorry, they were also talking about it. But you know, some people invested a thousand dollars, and I'm like sitting laughing to myself. So, well, I guess you, you don't know our work members. Yeah, we could do uh, Yeah, we could. Uh, yeah, we got more <laughs> capital ships, and we have players in our group. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, it just I and I've been, you know, I think since 2014, and uh, you know, I enjoy reading the uh, publications. I enjoy the videos. It's one of my go-to things to do on a, in a given week. Um, I, and I almost play this exclusively. In fact, I've carved out a minimum of two days a week where I pay or I try to get on at least and talk and play about the game. I mean, since 2014. I mean, and it's, you know, it's yeah. been great. I've made friends. I, you know, it's better than most of the games I have uh, by far. <laughs> it's more enjoyable. So I, I think that some people have missed the mark. Um, and uh, I just think they don't get it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's fine. It's yeah. fine to be skeptical. The thing is, I don't understand why people are so negative. I'm just not that type right. of person. So, like, that's what bothers me. It's like clearly the amount of money that people have earned and the amount of people who are a part of the game in some yeah. way, whether or not they have accounts and, but they don't have a package or they actually have a package. Cause we just recently crossed over mm-hmm. 3 million people. Whether or not this ends up being something mm-hmm. like it's a large possible, it's a large group of people and to sit there and be there's like still, such a denier about it. Yeah. Like bothers me. I it's just uh, like 
don't you want it to succeed? And well, and it's I, also, I mean, I can't, I, I can't help myself because I get on this high horse where it's like, don't you also recognize that like that? Half-Life takes this long and they have a game studio already built? Like they just, yes, they've had the game studio built for a few years now, but only for a few years. Truthfully, until they had the studio built, you can't even start counting. Well, that was three years of work. They're at eight, what is it, eight years now? So they're five years like, deep, and yeah, most of most of the work that they've done is R and D. You know, and the game's never going to be completely done. They're always going to keep evolving and adding to it. Yeah. But by the end of this year, mid next year, it's going to feel mm-hmm. like a real game, in the sense that even if we do thirty k, we didn't right. lose anything. Exactly. Even. Well, we're going to have more than 50 people in a server. And by that time, I hope people are like thinking about, oh, you know what? Maybe it's real. I think, well, there's obviously 3 million of us who think it are. (laughs) Yeah. And, and you know what? I don't regret a single thing. I spent way too much money. I, I totally like, I shouldn't have done it. I did. You know what? But it brings me joy. Literally, we're yeah. making a podcast. Clearly, we care yeah, about this You're making this a podcast. I'm working on a web page. Enough to make a podcast. And learning stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much I learned just on Real Explore. I was talking to Chekhov, or to uh, Techno about this the other day. Just trying to help build our mm-hmm. org. The things I learned about exploration yeah. that you know the U.S. sent out. You know, the difficulties and the trials and, you know, how NASA was founded and funded and, you know, it is interesting. I mean, it's very interesting stuff. And then to try to look at it and say, how are we going to do this in the game? You know, it's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. Um, It's fun. It's the challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And and you know what? We're on board for not just the end yeah. product, but the journey. Exactly. So, so you know, I, I mean, if anything, the quality of the content that's been coming out is making me feel a lot better about all things Star Citizen. Um, and they're solving complex challenges like this whole docking scenario. That seems like a nightmare and a half. And now they've they've solved it. It's coming. It's going to be cool, too. I know. Well, I'm sure you're super excited because you're oh, such yeah. a big con yeah. fan, I mean, I too. Just, I am. I've, I've fallen in love with the ship. <clears throat> I didn't like it at first. I didn't. I, it was not one of my favorite ships, but I really, really like it now. And um, it's got its issues, but it's it does the job for me. I'm, I, I mean, I think in the end, at the end of the day, it's going to be oh, yeah. pretty functional. They'll find a way to make it very functional because it's yeah. Chris Roberts. You know, and I, and I think ship. that um, just on one last piece of this, I think that you know, just watching when uh, when I when in logistics, I announced that we would have two ships, and I announced who would be the captains and the names of the ship, and mm-hmm. you know, they had to figure out one of them was like, "Hey, that sounds like a ship from my my part of the world." Yeah, it's. I looked up a name of a ship from your district there, your territory in Canada 
from World War II, a cargo vessel, and named that your ship, you know, that for events. You can call it whatever you want outside of that. And he was like, wow, that's really cool. Um, and then, you know, the other, he hasn't been able to play as much with his crew, but the second crew has been out there all the time playing on their show. <laughs> I mean, playing as a three-man yeah. crew on an MSR, going around and doing things and um, building that camaraderie. I think it's great. I think it's, it's fun. You just got to make it fun. Yeah. I can't wait for the crew functionality yeah, to be a little bit more robust. Um, sorry to usurp the whole roadmap thing, but I did forget about a news item. Um, you know, there's been this whole controversy about oh, yeah. ship naming, which started. And part of it is, I think, the controversy has been around what ships get named. And I think the other part is the fact that, uh, for those who don't know, depending on the hull, the ship uh, only oh. gets one name of or one one of the same name. So if 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 someone names their ship Chekhov Stream and Chekhov wants to name his ship Chekhov Stream, it's too late if it's the same ship. But you could do um, Chekhov underscore Stream, right? Yeah. 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 So, what do you think about that, uh, Seaguard? How do you feel about the ship naming system as um, they see I, it? I think it's going to frustrate some people. Um, there's no doubt about it because everybody plays a little different. Um, I think for mm. guys like me who want to have some kind of tie to history and and well, not to role play, so to speak, but to you know have a ship that it isn't called, you know. The purple rocket, right? I mean, uh, call it the you know the yeah. Thermopylae or the Cuddy's Ark or some historical name that ties to the deal. Um, I, mm -hmm. I think that's great. I mean, I, I I think it's fine. Right? There's loads of ships out yeah. there that have been famous, and you know, you name it, they're they're out there, and they're in all nations. Yeah. Um, whether it's a warship or. Yep. Um, you know the the liberty ships or whatever. So, to me, if to guys like me yeah. and gals like me, I don't think it's an issue. To and I think it's also when you if you want to make a mark in the universe and be somehow recorded as an org or as a ship, it will sound much better as you know the the Reed Starship or Reed Logistics Ship RLS Thermopylae mm -hmm. than the RLS uh, Purple Beanie. <laughs> you know, you know, cap, you know, captain by buzzard kill. <laughs> you know, it just... Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised you say that. Also, because where we share similar ethos is in the sense that you're the, you're the person who walks through the landing zone. Yeah. Not yep. runs. You walk. You take your helmet off. I'm not yep. there yet, but I am. I do take it like I. To me, as much as I love the connection to the yep. to the name I way too geeky, I hope they introduce mm -hmm. actual yeah. names in the game. Not at our yeah, actual like names, Seagard. but like names because right. I chose that for a reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then I'll, I'll have to think about what my actual, but like, I'm the type of person that would actually be like, well, what should my name be? 
you know, and I'll actually probably look up like that's, famous Danish names because I'm part. That's I'm what I did. I was watching Danish, Vikings at the apparently. time. I picked that name and it's just kind of stuck. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I had a feeling, but I didn't know. What What about you, Chekhov? How do you feel about the whole ship naming? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, well, I actually missed it. Did you say it was first come, first serve, or is it is. It is, and it's based on it's based on okay. when you pledged for the ship. So, if you pledged for it yeah. when it was in concept, and um, a cup or a golden ticket holder, you're already yeah, it makes, able to. I mean, to me, it makes sense. I mean, I think the people deserve it. They they were in here the longest. They actually made the biggest commitment. So, I'm 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 okay with that. I actually think it plays into what we talked about a couple weeks ago where it's like, well, where do you be incentivized for being like, right. you know, a hardcore backer? Yeah, exactly. And this is one of the That's ways. One. That is one of the ways. And I'm sorry, if you want to name your ship Millennium Falcon, like, get some creativity. Right. You, you know, like, like, the Millennium Falcon's the Millennium Falcon. Like, Figure something else out that's interesting. No, no offense to people who actually want to name their ship that, but it's just like you know. I mean, there's you can name it anything, um, and then I, I believe like second round. Oh my god, the refinery workers are really scary. Um, I'm at I'm at. Uh, her L1 because I'm trying to pick up my refining order from last night, which we will talk about later. Um, I actually, I don't care one way or the other. I don't care if it's, I'm fine if it, if they decided, you know what, let's let everyone name the same, whatever they want. And then serial numbers will be the answer. And then I'm also fine with, um, People saying, you know what, we need to essentially um, only allow you to name your ship for, you need to have a unique whole name. I don't mind that either. Um, sorry, I'm getting really distracted because am I at the wrong station? Where did we drop yeah, off our minerals uh, last cru- night? Cruel Check one, which is, which is where I am now. <laughs> Uh, that would be why yeah, the kiosk you know, is empty. That's another thing that um, I have a huge beef with. Why can't we, in our Moby Glass, know where our work orders are? Like, I'm tired of keeping up the worksheet. So that that's coming. Supposedly, if you read the, uh, the monthly report, I didn't have enough time to integrate it into today's show. But the monthly report said the asset manager app's coming in 313, oh, wow. which I didn't realize. Oh, this is so cool. I'm sorry. I, I get to the kiosk. Guess what it says? Time remaining, five minutes. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> oh, that that means mine's uh, Probably, yeah. Mine. And I got nothing out of that hole. I ended up cracking everything, and I stayed behind, and you guys... All split with with Pontanium. I have I like a lousy cafes tonight, rather than here. That's all right. Um, oh, don't be sorry. Uh, so, um, 
as I was saying, you know, like the unique hole design or name is, I think it's good. I think it's fine. Um, but they'll change it if it doesn't work for the community eventually. Um, I will say I was, I don't know if you guys are aware, but I, I was, uh, I happened to manage our Twitter presence and I was doing a poll to name Mike Carrick. And not many people voted, but those who voted decided. And it's going to be whatever read designation we use. If it's read, if it's RSV, like read science vessel, or if it's just R-E-E-D, um, the name is okay, the good Copernicus. Name. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the name. But, and that was the original name I was going to choose, but then I had a couple other ideas, and I started, like, fishing them out. Um, so they went with the original idea. So it's going to be the Reed Copernicus, whatever we use for the designation or call symbol or whatever. Um, so I'll get to name mine go. on the eighth. If you, I have a, I have a thing I used for announcing the, the purchase and acquisition of my ships in game, right? The, for, for those who are listening, the, uh, the idea is that, you know, we all have many, many ships, but for events, we, you know, mm -hmm. I'm trying to steer us to use, fully crewed vessels with regular crews where everyone has a bunk for an event and they have a purpose oh, and I love I for love those that. games or for those events those those names would be consistent across the the org right so if it's my Carrick and it's yeah. or it's uh if it's my caterpillar it'll be you know the James W Brown read logistics ship James W Brown for example if if another guy's there and he has the caterpillar and I, I'm not playing, then it'll be called Read Logistics Ship James W. Brandt. And as we build more and more people and man more and more ships, we'll have multiple names that we can use in these also, events. For free play, yeah. everyone flies whatever they want and plays all they want. Uh, that's, that's where I'm kind of steering right now with logistics. So I applaud your name. Now... Explain it in the sense that, like, if it's someone you, you mentioned, sort of, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you say no matter whose caterpillar it is, it's the, so, the same name? So in, in, my, in the fleet for logistics right now, we have two ships. We have an yeah. MSR hull. Yeah. Uh, and we have a caterpillar. And that's because we had two. We actually had three people who were kind of at the level where we could we could safely say they could command those ships and delegate right they've kind of oh. worked their way through the ranks over the last four or five months they own the ships and they play them all the time um but they've been there the longest and, yeah. and they get to be captains um and then we take we took the other crews members the other people and assigned them to the ships in either the pilot role the engineer role or the security role so you have navigation, uh, basically navigate and choose the routes, et cetera. And then you have maintain and load and unload the ship. And then you have defend the ship. The guns are in the hallways with your know, rifles. Um, you know, there's only mm -hmm. four people on a Caterpillar, so it's it's not that robust. But uh, right. But the, the idea is that they yeah. work as a team for an event. And when they go out, yeah, that captain... If he use if he's there, TBGR, he would 
be captain of the um it is the uh oh i can't even remember what it is right now it's named after a canadian uh liberty ship they call them something else but th they were the equivalent of our liberty ships in world war ii very famous ship and it's actually mm -hmm. uh Quintico Park. That's what it is. It's a park class ship. That's the name of oh, a park nice. class Liberty ship from Canada. So I did the research. I kind of picked that mm -hmm. name for him and assigned it to him. Um, but if someone else, let's say he's not there and his number two is going to take over, well, it would maybe someone else's Caterpillar, um, but it's still called the Quintico Park and his number two would still be in charge. When we get more people, Let's say oh. we get another four people. Well, then we could man a second caterpillar. So you might have Quidico Park and James W. Yeah. Brown. But right now we have more ships than we could ever man. So the idea is to limit ourselves yeah. by properly crewing them and equipping them and training them. So that's that's my little world yeah. right now. So that's you're referencing it in the sense that like it takes that call name, but it's not necessarily Correct. named Correct. that on the hull. Okay. Yeah. That's and where at my the time I did was. that. I did not know that that um, was going to be a thing that quickly. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the future, we'll be able to put our ships on a, a space where org members right. can take it yeah. over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Share it. Exactly. S supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. Which will be most of my ships. Except for like my everyday yeah. runner yeah. and my yeah. character. <laughs> um, wow. So this has been a really good discussion. Yes. Check off. Tell us about, ah, the, tell road us about the roadmap. So what we have actually, I have my own version of the roadmap. And was I, I was just looking at it. Can, oh, can I add one more thing before we skip? So just to caveat all sure. that, you know, I said someone's in charge. But one of the kind of bylaws I've kind of said I'd like to follow within the logistics is that the junior guys, doesn't matter how old they are, they're the guys who have been with the Orc less, get to do the fun things first. Yeah. Right. So if you're the captain, you're not going to fly the ship. You're probably going to maintain the log of how much was bought and sold and profit and figure out how much to pay everybody. Your junior guy is going to fly it. Uh, the next junior guy is going to, you know, man the turrets for the security guy. The security guy is going to coordinate things, right? Are, so, do you have a like a licensing I, I just have, in place uh, for that? I, I looked at what we had had for people in New York already, and I kind of put a time in there. Um, but I'm willing to accelerate mm. that if people really step in and say, you know, like one of the guys, I won't say his name, but he's already been out there all the time with his crew. He is doing stuff. He's mini events for his crew and, and they're loving it. I mean, it's, it's, they're on all the time together. So I've seen him four or five times on the last month. So um, I think it's exciting. And for cases like that, I do think their responsibility can be increased. Right. <laughs> we'll look at a general yeah. chat. This is funny. So that's what I wanted to add, just so people understand that it's not just the guy with the, the most ships and the most money is invested gets to do all the cool stuff. It's the exact opposite, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's some beef going on. So, 
We can't even, just we can't even say the words that are coming out. Blank, blank, blank. It was literally just going to do NPC bounties. Let's come down. They know whoever it was is a blank, blank. <laughs> Press charges. Oh, my goodness. I've actually played with Sunday before. What? It's weird to see I like someone I played with. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways. Um, yeah. Let's, let's get to <laughs> Anyways. I'll shut up now. Um, we'll, we'll make this real quick because, yeah, yeah, we are going a little bit long here. What a surprise. We already talked yeah. about how we always go long. <laughs> Uh, so I'm looking at a 313, and it's lit up with a tentative stuff, and that's what I'm upset at. Uh, I'm just going through basically four entries in the location, and we do have a committed as far as refinery station and non-commercial overlays, so that's going to get done. Uh, what is tentative is the next one, which is visual improvement to the Stanton system planets uh which i don't know if that's gonna uh, probably includes the crusader or not maybe not uh, new asteroid uh, yeah, yeah. No. no this was that was yella and was there another place that they 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 couldn't do the okay. last go around because yeah new, new asteroids then that's committed uh, cave entrances and driving. We know that's sinkhole. That's committed. I'm really happy to see that. Uh, now, on the gameplay, uh, lots of stuff moved over. Uh, mission spawn closets. Uh, that kind of probably going to get pushed over. Uh, UI, your reputation, that's committed. Uh, so that's kind of integrating data related to a player's reputation with NPCs, organizations into the yeah. if 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 I could call out, that's committed, and we yeah. didn't even know it was there yet. So that that's was true. a brand that's new true. app. That is true. Mining subcomponents committed. We already talked about that. Uh, shield effects. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that one. You know, the shields are turning oh, different colors depending on. I guess the intensity of the hits and where you're going to get a hit. So, uh, if, if I could jump in right there, check off, sorry. It sounds as though it's only the visual effects, though, not, not the actual damage. Just to set people's expectations that shield holes may still exist. Yeah, it says allowing better visibility at distance, creating clear visual cues. The shield is being damaged. Uh, yeah, because I'm I'm pretty sure I see some other shield tech replacement in the next patch at three fourteen. So I just wanted to call that out so people aren't like, "Yay, yep, shield yep, holes are fixed." True. For mounted guns, further expanding the player's arsenal by allowing them to take control of a mounted gun on the vehicle or on the ground. So that's committed. That's so you know, now. Let's see what else we have. Force reaction. I think we we went over that a number of times. Further improvement on that. And vehicle names and serial numbers. Well, we spoke about that at length. Committed. Vehicle visual degradation. That's committed. Uh, 
Merlin Constellation Docking. Yes, they mentioned that also. And that is committed. What got moved over is ship to station docking. And we were also pretty sure aware of that. And object push and pull is committed. Oh, I didn't know that. So that is. Okay, yeah, that's because of the happen. carts. Wow. Very cool. And yeah. ship and vehicles have three entries. So the Tumbrel Nova oh, is getting pushed, looks like it. And Hercules Starlifter is also getting pushed. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's a quick recap of the map. Yeah. The uh, the one thing we didn't talk about is what got pushed back. So there were three things that got pushed back. I'm a little disappointed about two of them. Missile operator mode and missile guidance yes. and control rework were pushed back, as well as um, surrendering. So I don't, I don't really care about the surrendering because it probably doesn't really matter as much. But the missile rework, it, it, they said like it's close, but they're going to miss the deadline. It didn't make mm. the go no go. Yep, that's unfortunate. But it will be in 314. It's it's almost done. It's not like it's being removed. Um, the other thing we didn't talk about is, you know, um, Evo Cotti for 313. It's oh, it's shit. coming oh, any awesome. moment now. Like, I'm just waiting. We're all just waiting That's for it That's why I'm on my way to Hurston to get my sentence. I can't. Go ahead. Now, I'm curious, did anyone see there was a, I can't recall, was it a subscriber newsletter this week or one of the monthly reports? There was an image that looked extremely origin-oriented, and it looked like promotional image from when they first um, concepted the 600i. It's very similar imagery, and it was in that I mean, is is that just like, hey, 400i is coming? Oh, <laughs> or what I'm do, not what sure at this point. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm. I don't even know what to expect. I think it's 400i related, but it looked kind of like it still looked like the 600i concept work. Um, I wish I could. I wish I had the foresight to have the comparisons, because. It's like aerial, eerily similar. So I, I do think we're going to see, at the very least, whatever happens, we're going to see something from Origin with 313. Whether it's a 400i or something else. And my understanding is a 400i is kind of like a Constellation competitor or a Cutlass Black competitor. Which is weird because the 600 is kind of like a... It's a very big ship. Plus, does anyone need plates? Yeah. But but it's same crew right. size, similar function to an Aquila. So it's sort of like... I sort of feel like they jumped different levels in order to make... I don't know. Uh, I'm, at, I'm at a loss for words. 
to try and explain what's going on with origin. And I'm not like, I like origin ships, but I don't, I, I don't think I own any right now. Yeah, I don't. So it's like, not like I care that much, but still anyway, I'm curious to know, check off. It's better be time for science. It is. It's time for science. Um, yes. Seaguard, what have you done in this I, past you know, I've been week doing a couple for things. science? Um, I've been actually, let's say, some of it is a little bit of out of game, okay? Uh, but kind of researching how exploration is actually done on the ground in real life and mm. how it's coordinated, like what goes into an exploration um, mission. Um, it's not just getting on the ground and flying out with your ship and putting on your scanners. I mean, there's a lot of different types. Um, you know, some of it is. And so yeah. I've been taking, I literally am trying to figure out how to do a, a science area, a science event which is not my area. That's your area, exploration. <laughs> um, where yes. the mechanics of taking yes. um, quantain, trying to figure out where quantanium is against geographical locations, right? That's the premise. Where where would you be able to look at a planet, see, in a, see a terrain feature and go, aha, quantanium will be there, right? Or laronite will be there. Mm. So I'm working on ways to utilize the organization to do some sampling. So I will be contacting you about that, but literally that's the research I've been doing. Um, uh, Yeah. Other than that, I did experience a little bit with how much cargo we could currently um, carry without crashing the system. And uh, it basically buckled no matter how much, well, it, I filled a caterpillar with even the lowest quantity, the lowest amount from two different sites. The lowest, in, you know, it was uh, hydrogen and uh, the other one was tungsten, I think. And both times crashed the system immediately, crashed mm-hmm. the desktop. This, 30K. So different locations. I'm not sure what that's about. And I need to go out there and try to replicate it a little more. Um, the underlying reason is identify a problem in the game. Number two is to see what I can do with the logistics organization to move and sell cargo. Right. Yeah. That's that's my stuff. Cool. I mean, that's great stuff. Uh, Mr. Chekhov, I think you have a very thorough. uh, Yeah, I guess it's not too lengthy. I think we did it together. It, uh, it's not something we were trying to research. We just happened to run into probably the largest cluster at Aaron's Halo Quantanium. Actually, one of our org members found it that we've seen today. They were literally, yeah, that is the, they, there that were is 10 Quantanium rocks in one cluster. So we kind of all sort of gathered together to see if we could crack them. And what we found in the process is that if you put four lasers on a quantanium rock, that green window opens up 
larger than you know copper or any kind of uh, you know plain rock they ever seen. So definitely, if you want to get efficiencies, you know, take three, four prospectors and go hunting for quantanium because you have a very easy time with lances and you know just cracking those rocks. You know, so that was sort of what we discovered. By the way, speaking of Quantanium, I am at Cruel One, and I still have a little over fourteen hours. Yeah, left it takes a long my time. My processing now. time. Yep, yep. Yeah, it, but that's it, it keeps on day. getting longer and longer and longer. Yeah, it's like a day and a half. Now the amount, just for everyone to their edification. One, Cruel One is good for Quantanium, but the amount of Quantanium I have, it's, uh, the yield is 2288, so 2,288 to 684, what? Sorry, my vehicle mm. just got impounded for no reason. Um, anyway, my quartz was 684 and my borace was 132 and I had some, some, uh, level of, you know, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, inert. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I'm like unrefinable. So next week I will tell you what that was worth. Yeah. Not but I think it'll be a lot. Uh, well, that's really good for science. I pretty much was part of that initiative. I don't have anything else to add on top of it. Um, we did get a few questions this past week. Uh, first came from one of our newest members, Boris the Bartender. Or Barterer, sorry. Barterer. I wish he was a bartender, but he's a barterer. Uh, his first question is... With the new caves, do you think there'll be extra content with the area? Um, and then, then will they return to a new pirate ambush site? So it sounds like a two-part question or and or like sort of like a two-part thing with caves. What do you think, Sigurd? Will there I be think a new there will be. I think the area? days of just finding a, you know, a lost person in a cave is kind of getting old uh it's a, it's a useful mission but no yeah. one really does it anymore. no one no uh, one does that. i think they're going to expand things out yeah do you think there'll be something with regards uh, um, to pirates i think yes i think there could be because in some of the earlier caves there was definitely materials in there like there was a base in there, right? There was sleeping bags and things like that. So I could see that being a reality. You know, instead of clearing a bunker, you got to clear a cave, right? Yeah, I take the drugs, smoke them, um, burn them. Yeah, yeah, burn them. That's what I meant. <laughs> Make your own little hot box. It's gonna, it's gonna be hard when you're in a. Um, Right, a moon's cave yes, where there's is. no atmosphere. <laughs> uh, uh, what about you, yeah, Chekhov? Certain the new be extra areas? That's what I think. 
We're going to see some new rocks there. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. What about, do you think they'll have mm, something for pirates? I'm not, not sure. I, I don't, I don't know if they're going to encourage additional pirate game. Not, I don't think so. I don't know if they're well, going to you know, they just did do the, you know, the big se. event there with, uh, uh, with, uh, you know, the, the evil pirate org. Yeah. The Xeno threat. I mean, it's, Xeno it's not threat? like they would just yeah. disappear. Oh, so I will say, I think there is going to continue to be more and more pirate gameplay, especially as we're building towards having pyro. I don't know if caves are going to facilitate right. that. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? So, so I think I think a new harvestable, like we were talking about, the um, whatever that micro algae that helps with health is. Like, I think those are things we're going to see more of where it's like, oh, you might be able to collect rocks and then harvestables, and you might also be able to mine with your mole. But beyond that, I think maybe there'll be more resources down there of different gotcha. sizes. Now, um, Boris's second question is. Whoever's the bigger miner, the new upcoming mining upgrade uh, essentially will be a replacement of consumables or new parts of a laser beam that focuses on gameplay. And there's no actual question associated. So let's just react to that. Say it again, please. Oh, he's he's essentially commenting on the subcomponents for lasers. What do you think of subcomponents uh, for lasers? It's another mode of swapping things out. Um, but I think lasers are functional as they are. I think we'd be better off with things like functional Agreed. scanner swapping. Someday. Uh, some kind of a fitting. Uh, what do you think, Chekhov? On a uh, laser head, uh, some sort of a not a consumable, but something else. You know, just you know, so you can so it's interchangeable. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get the sense that that's what's coming in three thirteen. I don't know. What, what we don't know is how functional, like they say it's either easier to mine or quicker to mine or this or that, right? So it might open the window, but it might not be the same as if you had a consumable that opens the window for 30 seconds. You know, so now you're balancing something that could do something dramatic for a short period of time versus a modifier that's doing it for the long haul. So I don't know. I don't know what. To me, it sounds like the subcomponents are going to be better than consumables, only because I don't use consumables. Because mm -hmm. they're a waste in my mind. Um, let's see. Cody says, or he asks, 
Cargo trolleys are coming to Star Citizen. What's the silliest oh, use for them creative. you can think of? Um, I think so. You what is do, it? Um, bowling, bowling for the org, where you use the trolley to knock down members of the org like bowling pins. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a really good one. Human bowling. What what mm, dost thou? I'm sorry. Chuckles? Say that again. I just landed my max on the tab inside. Of the <laughs> Oh. So, um, Cody asks, cargo trolleys are coming to Star Citizen. What's the silliest juice you can think of? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I think I posted a couple of pics in Discord, you know, uh, rolling other players around the, you know, other org members. Trolley cart races. Yeah, trolley cart races, so. I mean, they they did talk talk about trolleys being a new addition to the oh, Daymar Rally. This is this okay, is classic. A way to crash that. This is classic. You have to. I don't know how I could show you guys, but I have to show it to you in Discord live. <laughs> I've never seen it. anything like this. You have. You. Uh, Where will, in Discord Live are you referencing? I love how you're in general chat and no uh, one knows what you're talking I know. about right now. So I just hey, went. I, he's here and I don't know what he's talking about. My, my, my Mac just is playing on its roof. I've never seen anything like this in a hangar. Um. Check off all we see is your oh. joystick <laughs> commands. <laughs> and meanwhile, woo, language Zach. Hey guys, we're yeah. still recording, but we're somehow oh, wait, wait, in the chat wait, wait, still. Gonna, Ignore us. Give you <laughs> uh, here we go. There's people camping our loadout. Okay, I think now I'm good. The roadmap. No? I can't focus. Check off. You wonder. You wonder why you have so many tech issues, and you've got thirty tabs open. That's the uh, that's the problem. Uh, We're still wondering. Oh, do a cargo I don't. I wish I maybe I'm going to use my cargo trolley to flip the max on on its head, bro. Yes, yeah, but especially now when all we see yeah. is your Discord. <laughs> okay, we're back. All right, all right. So, um. Techno actually commented in oh, thread and said bad. burrito transporter. Yeah, turbo burritos. That's, that's a payload of flavor for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it, it may start solid, but it definitely becomes liquid. Oh, nice. <laughs> Space diarrhea. 
So next question comes from Boris the Barterer again. And he asks, with Heart of the Wood Resource and upcoming seaweed pod, I haven't heard of the seaweed pod, so I'm not sure, but whatever. Both having healing or medical properties. Do you think they'll go down crafting, which is similar to refining or just a commodity you can sell? I, I so don't do you think, think it's crafting I, I, around? You may have a form of crafting, but I think that you're going to definitely have an industry around well, pharmaceuticals because you already have an industry around drug making, right? Selling yeah. drugs anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think crafting yeah. is going to come later. What about you, Chekhov? Much yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's... I got to bleep out some stuff. <laughs> bleeping, bleepies. Uh, what time is it? I I gotta, huh? I gotta note this time. Um, what? What happened? I didn't hear anything. All right. Um. Oh. Oh. Yeah, there there's is? some cursing behind you, home <laughs> homeboy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got my head. Oh. Yeah. Um yeah, well we hear it. <laughs> um so uh I agree. I think I don't think it it's sort of like it gives you the, like the crafting of vibes, but I don't think that's what it's going to be yet. Maybe down the road. I think it's a commodity that's going to sell for more than than maybe a normal harvestable. Uh, so our last question came through email and it was, oh goodness. I didn't prop, I didn't properly paste it. So you're going to have to give me 30 seconds. So it came to us once again from Einwind. Uh, so, first of all, he was really excited the fact that we read his question last week. I'm fine. Anytime you submit a question, we're going to read it. Doesn't mean we're going to answer. He gave, it. He gave a lot of context. So, he said, <laughs> we shall try. So, he said, just to clarify, growing up, my favorite game was Alex Kidd in Miracle World on the Master oh, yeah. System and Wing Commander. Uh, that looked like something from a museum. So he, first of all, he said he agrees with you, check off. Being able to fly your ship anywhere, green, green. Um, anywhere you want, uh, in Star Citizen blows his mind. So, like, I, I get the sense that he's sort of like, games here, it's right. not a game game, but I feel like I'm playing a game. Uh, but his other question is, do you think Star Citizen yes. will be playable for players without a ship? Like using NPC transport, if that's a thing. Or players making Absolutely. a living transporting NPC and that's other players. That's been spoken about. Yeah. yeah they, hmm. They've mentioned it. it. It is a whole thing. Well, I, I guess so. I don't uh, know why do you, you would want to, though. Uh, you know, I mean, this particular genre... I'm not sure how many people would be attracted to play. So, so I, I think actually, cause there's a sort of an extension. He talks about like 
Elite Dangerous and traveling from station to station or planet with NPC transport, trying not to compare games. I can think um, of a bunch of you know great scenarios for it. He, he, I mean, yeah he he was saying like I think it's a really cool idea the ability to just be like an on foot traveler nomad <laughs> that travels on foot, but maybe missions on a planet city on stations and hitches a ride. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, that that's a whole star. Absolutely. Genesis, I got one of those, you know, there's star liner. Yeah. Not, I know what you mean. Not star liner. Genesis. That's a, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Star liner. Genesis Starliner. Wait, what's the actual name? Crusader Genesis Genesis Starliner. Oh, it is. Isn't there also a um, Starfarer Genesis? Uh, uh, No, there's a Gemini. Gemini. See? My confusion. All right, yeah. yeah it's a good thing you started Starline. the conversation. I mean, that's Genesis. the whole point, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. that was Sega! I, I, think it's, I think there's a couple cases it's I okay. can think of right off the bat. So, like, there's some people who just want to play that role where you're that bad guy or that really deadly guy who's off the grid. If you have a ship, you can be tracked. It's a lot harder when you're moving around a city in a, you know, with a bunch yeah. of people, um, and you just stash a ship somewhere, right? Um, you know, you're reported on one location. You take local transportation, or uh, rent the Millennium Falcon, the backseat of Millennium Falcon, or even better, one of the things we're going to try for science: put them in the hidden cargo compartment on your MSR and sneak them into a location where they can do a hit or they can steal something, right? Um, people who... Yeah. It's, I mean, I think it's great stuff. It sounds like it sounds like that'll be the thing. Like, you, right. leave, you leave from a less secure location where maybe they don't do the same kind of check at the starport to go to another location. Like, that's someone right. who's running from Bounty yeah. Hunters. Uh, there's going to be some guys who only want to, and guys and gals, I mean that, uh, sorry about that. Um, I definitely think there's going to be some that, you know, like, especially with the military backgrounds, but they're going to say, hey, I want to be in a tank. I want to have a tank company, right? They're going to recruit other people to be in tanks, but they won't have shifts to lip, shifts, ships to lift them. So part of their fee may be the transportation cost, right? Mm-hmm. Necessary. There's whole stories about that, you know, sci-fi yep. where they're stranded and they have to fight their way to a spaceport to get lifted off by someone else, and you, know, you could have a great saga just on that. Absolutely. I mean, it's a very serenity-oriented idea, even like yeah. you know, um, yeah, the uh, doctor and his sister. Um, I would also say we already sort of have something like this in game with with the um, uh, why can't I remember the functionality? Uh, I know what you're talking about the pick um, me up, drop me off mission. Um, beacon, beacon. Yeah, 
Why? Why? I, I don't know why I can't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we already have that with beacons. Now it's broken. That's why I can't think of it because it's like broken beacons. But you know, I think it's going to be more robust in the future. They they said I'm. I mean, the ultimate goal is you probably should be a person who wants to fly a ship. But I believe Chris Roberts has said if you want to be a space farmer and you want to live in your section of the verse, you can. The gameplay won't be as robust, but it will be there. How do you feel about that, Chekhov? Do you... Yeah, yeah. you like, strike the honestly without adventure an ability to fly a ship. Like, but, yeah, I I would not be as interested in this game. That would be just my my perspective on it. Uh, oh, I could definitely do a whole. You know, I have. You know, I did recently create a character just with the idea of doing some of the content I can't do if I'm kind of a lawful guy. Right. Yeah, I think uh, I yeah. think that stuff would be great. Yeah, a hundred percent. And they'll probably make it super engaging. That I mean, the biggest right. thing is landing zones are supposed to be much more robust than they are currently. So you could spend all your time, and if you think about it at a macro level, you could spend all your time on a planet. You could spend all your time you in could. a system. Absolutely. So, but do whatever you like, you know, like have fun in the game. I, I would, I probably wouldn't want to be just a space farmer, but that's me. I've done it before as an industrial, you know, in the, in another unnamed game, (laughs) I definitely did that stuff. I had planet side, um, you know, it wasn't so much a first person thing, but I had industrial, um, I had mining, I had um, the cargo hauling, and I, you know, sold goods on the market. And it was just a constant sequence of trying to build my enterprise bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, you know, and it was great. It was fun. You always had something you had to pick up. You always had something you had to drop off. You always had, you had something mm. to go mine and carry. And, um, and your time was productive and you saw improvement um i think that there are people who will only want to do that type of business yeah 100 percent. um well those are all of our questions uh if you do have questions there are many ways to submit you can email us at readcastsc at gmail.com you can DM us at our Twitter Twitter handle at uh, ReadcastSC. Submit a message through Anchor. You can also join our Discord and engage in chat and also ask questions in our questions channel. We also just added this week to everyone else's surprise, but not mine. Uh, you can text hmm. ReadCast at 646 783 8154. Um, yeah, I create. I created a. Oh, cool. Uh, it's a Google Voice, um, Google Voice chat. Uh, I started it because I just joined. 
Um, separately from my professional life, I just joined Clubhouse for Readcast because hopefully within a few weeks we'll do a live Readcast that we don't record. It's once in a once in a moment AMA kind of style episode. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, we'll probably post things in our Discord as well. Just as a, uh, a question on that um, one. Uh, for more just something to consider. I, you know, I've been on a couple times, but I am dying yeah. to do an in-game video version of this. Right? It, you know, I would love to do that. You know, sit in the middle of oh, yeah. uh, Carrick or sitting in the cafeteria somewhere in, um, you know, the Boodles place somewhere and. Uh, do that in the game, even for a short, you know, short one. Um, even though I know it's a podcast, but uh, if you think about that, I would love to see how, what, how people would upvote that or downvote that. So personally, I really want to do that. Oh, okay. I can't use VoIP yet, or VoIP uh, myself because it doesn't work with my tech setup. Um, so I'm sort of waiting on either the tech setup to, to catch up Correct. or star citizen to catch up, whatever's sooner, but a hundred percent, I could see us recording this weekly in game yeah. and still recording on our, whatever channel we use. Oh my God. Um, yeah. somebody don't. So yeah, I love stuff. that idea. <laughs> um, I can't, I have too many ships. <laughs> My children must eat. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, uh, if you are looking for more content around Star Citizen, uh, we have a few content creators in Reed. Uh, Earth has a ton of videos on YouTube. He hasn't been focused on Star Citizen lately. I think only because he's waiting for some good juicy stuff to focus on. But take a look at him. And then we also have our composers, Admiral Coney and Calibri, contributing music um, on a regular basis. You know, it's so worth noting that, below you know, the, for that. We, we did add the media division just recently to the organization. So it's a, actually a division within yeah. our structure. Which oh, yeah, will it's pretty Support new. all of the fleets and kind of record for historical purposes and for posterity and bragging rights and ribbing right. jokes uh, the events as, as they occur so yeah 100% um, so yeah uh, and also if you are looking for an organization you know take a look at Reed we, we are a very yeah. law abiding with the occasional gray area or side character who's not a part of the game or the word rather um, kind of situation, but it stands for research, research and engineering through exploration and discovery. So take a look at us. Our link is below to look at our RSI website um, and you could join our Discord. Thanks for having me on. Uh, but that wraps it up for another week. Yeah. Seaguard, uh, as always, thanks for joining. He is number one willing participant <laughs> to join the show whenever we're like, anyone want to join the show? Five minutes before we record. (laughs) (laughs) So those of you for your music, uh, we got a few that listen to it on their car ride home from work. You're welcome. (laughs) 
but thank you all of you for listening, thank fellow you. citizens. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next week.